Hello and welcome to the Insurance Age podcast. I'm Commissioning Editor Lawrence Eastham and today I'm joined by Editor Sean Barton. Hi Sean. Hello. Could you uh, read through the top five stories for the week please? Yep, so our most read stories for the week commencing 16th of September 2019. In at number one, Hobbs reveals Alliance's 35 million debut at Lloyd's. Number two, UK Broker Awards, winners revealed. Number three, Samways retires after decade at Miles Smith. Number four, One Calls Radford launches motor broker. Number five, Lloyd's reveals soaring profit for H1 2019. So that was a, certainly um, an interesting list, mm. Lawrence. Um, our top story was um, about the Alliance debut at Lloyd's. You did that one. Can you tell us a little bit more? Yes. Yeah, so I met with uh, Nick Hobbs to discuss Alliance's first year at Lloyd's. Uh, they opened a box taking over from LV as part of their uh, partnership deal. Um, Hobbs was very positive about the year. He revealed that they've written £35 million in GWP and added 4,000 new customers to Allianz over the year. Yeah, oh, so that's quite quite a positive yes. move. Um, so do, do you know how many staff they've got working on the box? So they currently employ four core underwriters at the box, and that's supported by an additional 11 staff in London that are allocated to the market. And these teams are supported by a team in Maidstone that help with the digital aspect of the Lloyd's box. Okay. Um, and I think they're on the fourth floor, aren't they? Yes, that's correct. Um, obviously, they're, they're pretty pretty pleased with the, mm. the performance are they planning to grow that part of the business or add any more lines mm. to it at all so the box currently only writes fleet business and i did ask uh, hobbs about uh, potential expansion in lloyd's he was um, quite coy he said never say never i think they're just trying at the moment to still figure out their place in lloyd's and what works and what doesn't yeah, yeah. so no, no promises no but lots of opportunity yes definitely and um i think it's been a bit of an experiment for them because they've never had a, a presence in lloyd's before and uh hobbs described Alliance's growth in the past is rather serene, but this new deal with LV and all the new ventures that it's brought have been a step change uh, in the organisation's path. Yeah, and I, I noticed as well, he said they're not afraid to walk away from certain business no. as well. Yes, they said um, that they've uh, walked away from business that they've seen un- unprofitable or not sustainable in, in price aspects. So it shows that they're really um, really considering this Lloyd's move very carefully, I think. Yeah, they're being quite strict. Um, and also, it, it kind of feeds into the Lloyd's strategy as a whole. We've seen across the board... Um, people pulling out of certain lines in Lloyd's or reducing the amount of business that they're doing. Yes. So I guess it mirrors that that umbrella strategy that's going on in the market at the moment. Yes, definitely. Okay, so um, let's move on. A uh, very positive number two story, UK Broker Awards, the winners revealed. Now, we all um, we all had a good, a good Friday <laughs> afternoon last week at the UK Broker Awards. Um, I think everyone had a great time. We had some great winners. Um, Clear was Broker of the Year, and they won Commercial Lines Broker of the Year. Um, Steve White from Bieber won the Achievement Award, which is very, very well deserved. And um, I can't list everyone, but Ian Donaldson won our personal award and um, I think anyone who's met Ian Donaldson would see that as a, a fitting <laughs> award for him so we'd just like to say a big thank you to everyone who came along supported the event and um, we look forward to doing it again next year. Yeah it was a great event especially as a first-time attendee a really good chance to meet everyone in the industry. Yeah it is and it's a, it's a friendly industry yes. so it's always fun but that's enough um, self-promotion <laughs> for now. Um, 
I wanted to talk a little bit more about the new motor broker that's been launched by One Calls, John Radford and Nick Springthorpe. So um, the name John Radford uh, rings a bell. He was in the news last year, wasn't he? Uh, yes. Well, um, Radford and um, One Call were in the news last year because they were fined by the FCA for client money failings. Um, at the time, they did put out a statement saying it was them who alerted the FCA to the problem and they put um, lots of... They, they did some damage mitigation mm. um, and also Radford doesn't handle client money. So... Um, that I guess that that's in the past, but it does make the name stand out yes. a little bit more. Um, but what I wanted to look at is what they're doing with their new broker. Now the new broker is called Yoga. Um, it's listed on Companies House and has a lot of the same directors that One Call has, um, including Radford and Nick Springthorpe, who's who's also with One Call. Um, and they're going to be a motor broker. Now there's there's not a huge amount. In, of clarity on the technical aspects of who their underwriters are. Um, I have we have asked the question: Who's providing the capacity for the motor insurance that they're going to provide to personal lines customers? Um, as yet, um, we're still still waiting for an answer on that one. Um, I know they've got a, I think it's a Malta captive that looks after one call, so it may be the same. It may not. We don't know. But what's interesting is um, they're trying they're they're pitching yoga. Um, as self-service insurance and they're, they're trying to shorten the customer journey and ask as few questions as possible by using technology to gather data and that sort of thing. So um, it's kind of similar, I think, to what Aviva's doing with its Ask It, ask it Never campaign. So just to reduce the burden on the customer yes. to provide reams and reams of information. Um, it is interesting. We are seeing a lot of um, brokers and insurers following this path where they just want to make the insurance transaction as quick and easy as possible. Um, it's it's interesting to me because so, there's another. there seems to be another strategy where insurers and particularly tech disruptors want to um, have as many touch points as possible throughout the year. And to me, it feels like having just one touch point, making it as quick as possible and not asking any questions seems separate to that. They may dovetail. I don't know. I, I wouldn't claim to be a strategy expert <laughs> in any way whatsoever. But it is interesting that more and more brokers are, are taking on this approach in the personal lines market. Mm. It seems there's an increased polarisation between the increased use of technology to reduce uh, customer face time and actually going in the opposite direction and providing more face time with the customer. Yeah, this sort of seems to be two schools of thought. Yes. Um, it is interesting. Um, I'm sure m- many people in the street would have more um, more informed take than what I've got. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, one of the key things they're saying about yoga is it asks simple questions. Um, they use data enrichment. They don't want the customer to provide us with extra details or documentation because they will have already done the necessary legwork, I guess, through open source data and things like that. And a- as a customer, that that's the sort of thing I like to see. Yes. Um, I don't think anyone in their personal life wants to spend hours poring over <laughs> over an insurance document and filling it in. Well, it will certainly be interesting to see how successful Yoga's approach to personal lines will be in the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm looking forward to finding a bit more out about them. Yeah, but I think that's it for now. Um, Thank you very much for listening. Um, We will record another podcast very soon and um, hope to see you in the market as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.